This podcast is sponsored by Canaccord Genuity Wealth Management, award-winning wealth managers who go above and beyond to support and guide you. Visit candowealth.com to start building your wealth with confidence. Hello and welcome to Coffee House Shots. It is 9pm and the Prime Minister is not resigning tonight. Uh, Boris Johnson had a delegation of cabinet ministers come to see him. There is some dispute about what they told him. But I think several of them did say to him that they thought it was time for him to go. But Boris Johnson did not heed that advice. Instead, he seems determined to fight on. And that means that we are likely heading to a no-confidence ballot on Tuesday. Why? Because earlier today, the 1922 committee announced they were bringing forward their elections. But the current executive didn't feel it had the mandate to decide on a rule change. So instead, there would be be elections, a fresh executive who would then meet on Monday and decide on the rule change. The expectation, given the mood among Tory MPs, is they will be heavily in favour of uh, a rule change and that then the ballot could happen as early as Tuesday. Isabel... Why is the Prime Minister putting himself through this ballot? It really has been a bizarre day where we've all been trying to understand the Prime Minister's mindset. I think the the weirdest moment for me was actually when he was at the Liaison Committee earlier talking about the fertiliser round table that he's convening, um, suggesting that you know he, he was just in a run-of-the-mill week thinking about granular uh, problems, or quite literally granular problems when it comes to fertiliser. And I think there are two things that are driving him now. One is uh, sort of hope against hope that something might turn up um, and that things might change in a few days' time. Maybe Durham Police will find Keir Starmer. <laughs> um, and the second is the sort of, I'm not going to go out with a whimper. I'm not going to be the one who says, all right, OK, fine, I, I get it, I'm going. Like Theresa May, like... David Cameron, you know, whatever. Um, he wants to go out sort of all guns blazing, which, I mean, many interesting psychological studies will be written of um, this approach. He's had ministers who have been so loyal to him and who have worked so hard to shore up his support, Grant Shapps in particular, you know, the, the guy who has predicted all of the numbers at all the stages correctly basically who has a spreadsheet of the the state of mind of every single conservative mp and much more who went to him this evening and said that you know it stated the what is the bleedingly obvious now which is that he stands very little chance of commanding a majority of the parliamentary party in a second confidence vote he advised the prime minister that a more dignified exit would be for him to set his own timetable for an early but orderly departure now the interesting thing there is that as you said james um there were ministers who uh, went and gave him advice like shaps but shaps isn't resigning at the moment because he's waiting to see how the PM reacts to his advice, which is also weird because we've had all the briefings from Downing Street. You know, he's defiant, he's fighting on. But I think it it suggests that there is still a line of thought within the party that he still just needs the right person to lay a hand on his shoulder for him to go, oh, OK, this, no, this is definitely over. And that Shaps and others are are hoping that he just needs to sleep on it or to talk to the right person whoever that is 
I, I, there is an interesting argument advanced to me by a couple of grandees who want Boris Johnson to go, that it might actually, Boris Johnson's strategy, which is obviously about saving Boris Johnson, might actually be better for the party. And their logic goes like this. Their logic goes that the no-confidence vote would be a kind of cathartic moment. They also think that Boris Johnson would lose by such a substantial margin, but it would make it much harder to have a, a kind of a stab-in-the-back narrative that a few, few people brought down this great leader because he would lose so heavily, it would, it would reveal just how few Tory MPs still do have confidence in Boris Johnson. You know, the, the, one of the people was speculating to me that he could get under 100 votes, which would be a remarkable thing for a, a sitting Prime Minister to suffer. And, and so I think, I think we are in this very strange situation. I think that Boris Johnson's logic right now is... Well, look, if I resign tonight, I'm definitely not going to be Prime Minister very shortly. Whereas if I chance my luck, see what might turn up, I'm going to throw out a bunch of policies over the next few days. I think we can expect lots of stuff on tax and everything, you know, any, anything that Boris Johnson thinks might... Fertilise around tables. Yeah, might, might, might please people is coming uh, as policy. And, 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 you know, then who knows what might happen between now and, and Tuesday. But it is a kind of Mr McCorber, something might turn up theory i think and a kind of and also driven by his belief that if you could have stare people out you know really really you're going to do this that they will back off but i i think the iron is entering into the souls of tory mps i've been amazed at how normally mild mannered people are just you know he must be removed by whatever means necessary it's fascinating though isn't it because we we always say in westminster you know the conservative party is is brutal and surgical at removing its its leaders. It's it's not necessarily gaining reputation for competence in this sphere either, because it's becoming so drawn out. Yeah, and I think this is the question, right? Which is, you know, what it, it you know again in terms of the public, right? Is this just making the Tories look inept and crazy and damaging their reputation, which is probably the the the, the safest? Or is there an argument that Tory MPs voting to eject him? against his will would be kind of better for the party's reputation. I think the kind of the other big question tonight is, I think, is A, what do these cabinet ministers who went and asked him to go do? I, I think, you know, some of them do intend to res- to resign, or certainly did earlier this evening. I think others of them feel that like they've almost that there's someone needs to be sitting doing their job in their department and if they go, what happens? Which is, you know, I think, but I think is, but I think what is also becoming difficult, clear is that, you know, by staying in office, they are sustaining Boris Johnson's position in office because, you know, if you can't have a government, you can't govern. And so I think, I think this is, the, the, this dilemma is not going away. And I think it is very weird, as, as you said about Grant Shapps, how many cabinet ministers' position seems to be that they are not resigning yet, which seems to be the kind of new status. But I think, but I think, I do think anyone who thinks that Boris Johnson is going to opt for a dignified retreat is not reading his mood right. I think he intends to fight on, and and almost I think he feels that you know if they want to bring him down, as you said, you know, he's he's not going to kind of meekly go out into Downing Street and resign. You know, you must come and take me. It will be his kind of you know dragged out. Yeah. Uh, and but you know I think this is but but I just also just on one point which I think is worth noting right the, the, Boris Johnson's appearance at the liaison committee today has has raised this this spectre again of this idea that Boris Johnson could call an election somehow I, I really do not think this can happen because I think that, you know lots of bits of the British state don't work but one of the bits of the British state that still does work is the bit that protects the monarch from political controversy 
I think if Boris Johnson wanted to call an election, he would find that the Queen was indisposed, had a headache, couldn't see him. So you can't go and ask anyone for a dissolution. And I think at that point, things would proceed very rapidly because I think there is a feeling that, you know, this is this idea is so crazy that it would be unfair uh, to put the monarch in a position of having to decide whether to accept or refuse this. Because it is quite clear that, for example, if Dominic Raab offered to step in as caretaker PM, he could command, you know, not and, and said, look, I'm not going to stand in the leadership contest. All I'm going to be is the caretaker standing prime minister while we elect a new leader. He could easily command the confidence of a Conservative bench in the House of Commons. We are going to have... Uh an attempt by the Prime Minister, it seems, to uh, fill some of the vacancies left by the nearly 40 ministers now who've resigned. And uh, it's been pointed out by Labour MPs that bill committees are not going to be sitting. They've been cancelled for tomorrow because there is no (coughs) minister available to work on the legislation. So that the holes in the government are going to become glaring very quickly um, in the next few days. I also um, think another thing that's that's worth flagging is just the way the number 10 comms operation is working, not working at the moment, where you've actually had denials to the BBC that ministers told Boris Johnson to go when ministers have confirmed that they told Boris Johnson to go, which does not suggest a great reset is underway there either. I mean, we are in a, in a to, to put it mildly, in uncharted waters here. Where I think he's sacked Johnson. He's sacked Gove. Oh my god! So Isabel has just. I don't know if you heard that. Isabel has just broken the news that Michael Gove has been sacked by Boris Johnson, which is, I think, proper. Yeah, again, a sign of the prime minister's mood, and that Michael Gove has not resigned. He's just told Boris Johnson he should go. Um, but that that has that has that appears to have earned him a sacking, which I think tells you something about the, the Prime Minister's mood. Well, we'll bring you more as we have it on the roof of Parliament. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you, James. The Spectator Economic Innovator of the Year Awards, sponsored by Investec, are open for entries. You are an entrepreneur-led business bringing radical change to its sector. Please apply at www.spectator/innovator. We are looking for entries all across the UK, and our closing date is the fourth of July.